Bonjour, amigos. Welcome back to the Fishbowl. Sincerely glad you're here. I'm only Bob. Regretfully, Fishby still back east. I am about to make a statement that to some of you will sound completely foreign and bizarre and borderline fucked up. And to others of you will ring completely and hauntingly true. I would fall into the latter category. The mask of normalcy is exhausting. Just exhausting trying to walk around with some semblance, some mask of normalcy. And I'm not talking about how abnormal these times are in the once a century global flu pandemic and who knows who's president, right? Hashtag stop steal. I'm talking about just the fucked up things that go on in my head. And then trying to exist in a world where I'm trying to pretend, try to put on that mask where, you know, magically I'm okay. Does that resonate with you? So for me, one of the things I love most about doing this podcast is it's, it's a place where there's no mask for me. It's just me and you, and it's, it's, uh, it's very honest, brutally sometimes. But at least I have at least one space where I can relax to the best of my ability, and to the best of my ability, be myself. A place where I'm not trying to impress anybody. I'm not trying to get rich, certainly not trying to get famous. I'm not trying to spearhead a revolution. I'm just trying to be. I'm just trying to peacefully exist and maneuver my way through this life at something that resembles a life. I'm just trying to be. My goal every day is the same today at age 40 plus as it was at age minus 21. You've heard me say it before, to hopefully make you smile, make you think, and of course occasionally ask yourself, what the fuck? Or at the very least, at the very least, just not completely waste your fucking time. I needed to get that off my chest in lieu of a disclaimer. Remember yesterday how I told you I was going to dip my toes into the exciting world of primetime right-wing television? Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness, did I. I started with Lou Dobbs, and I'm not going to say who in this house here in the... uh, my mom's basement where the podcast dojo is. I'm not going to say who here uh, loves McRib sandwiches and, and Lou Dobbs, but Lou Dobbs I found just horrifying. Lou Dobbs, uh, uh, yesterday, the Supreme Court of these United States of America uh, declined uh, to take up an election challenge from the, from the Trump campaign. And Lou Dobbs, with a straight face, or as straight as that old face can be, says the Supreme Court of the United States, the SCOTUS, 
has, quote, failed to save the republic. Okay, Lou, appreciate that. And, and Lou, um, there is some COVID talk and there's some COVID numbers. Uh, it wasn't COVID, wasn't a pandemic, just the China virus. It's the only way that it was referred to, not referred to in any other phrasing at any other time in any other place. Just Lou Dobbs, the Supreme Court failing to save the Republic and the China virus. Next up for me, it was Tucker Carlson, and we're going to spend just a few seconds here on my man, Tucker. Tucker opens the show with one of his famous monologues about narcissism and American politics. Can anyone think of anyone in American politics who might have an issue with narcissism? Just, um... Anybody? Anybody got an idea? Narcissist in politics? <laughs> Someone that doesn't just put uh, the party above America. They, they put themselves above America. Um, but Tucker uh, wasn't talking about sweet Donald Trump. No, 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 no. Uh, this sweet walk about narcissism in D.C. Uh, was just to attack Representative Eric Swalwell. Of all the things going on in the world, in that precious opening monologue, where does Tucker fire that venom? Or Operation Shiny Object over here? Nothing to see over there. Look over here at the shiny object named Eric Swalwell. Okay. All right. That was, uh, that was, in, the, uh, that was in the open. You, you know what else was in the open? One of the most stunning things I've ever heard in quote-unquote cable news in my entire life. You're not going to fucking believe this. Tucker Carlson accused the Democrats in this attack on Democrats. And this is an attack on not just the Democrats of Washington, D.C. This is an attack on Democrats the country over. All right? This, this is everybody, every Democrat. Listen to the way he phrased this. He accused the Democrats of believing the biggest problem in America is the death of a convicted felon named George Floyd. Yeah, he really said that. He accused the Democrats of, quote, believing the biggest problem in America is the death of a convicted felon named George Floyd? Makes me sick to my stomach. But Tucker was done because he's Tucker. Segment two, Adam Carolla comes on, someone who I used to have a lot of respect for. I used, I used to really enjoy Adam Carolla, but that love line days. Um had Adam on to talk about how the new DA in L.A., the new district attorney of Los Angeles, somehow signifies the beginning of the end of society, and that is a quote, and there are also multiple references to George Soros, who is Fox News' favorite boogeyman for 20-something years running. Segment three, just when you thought Tucker was starting to cool off, oh no, here comes the heat. Don Trump Jr., 
And yeah, it was as batshit crazy as you might think it would be. And then Tucker, in uh, in really the ultimate assault on intellectual integrity, Tucker ends his show by declaring himself the sworn enemy of smugness, not an enemy, the sworn enemy of smugness. I can't imagine a more smug motherfucker than fucking Tucker. So I, whatever, you know, he's he's out there in his khakis and the Young Republicans Club and uh, who fucking knows? Who fucking knows? I, I can't get over. I mean, really, the biggest problem in America is the death of a convicted felon named George Floyd. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And then next up on the Fox primetime lineup. Hannity. And it was even worse than you can imagine Hannity being. It was awful. It was Kaylee McEnany was on. It was a shit show from beginning to end. And if you watched it, you would get the impression that in the court of law, things are going great for Trump and he definitely won the election. Definitely not a fucking doubt. If he doesn't win the election, the biggest political heist in the history of what I don't fucking know. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was overwhelming. It was overwhelming. And then I went to uh, Laura Ingram. And no, there was no point in the Ingram angle that the Ingram angle became so upset that a tiger dick popped out of her underpants. No, that, that did not happen. Close, but... Alas, no tiger dicks from Laura. Uh, segment one was all about the Manchurian government of Biden and China, and then back to attacking Eric Swallow, picking up where uh, Tucker left off. And then in segment two, and I'm going to end it with this, uh, this was about how uh, Mark Zuckerberg, or as I call him, the Zuck, and his money is responsible for flipping Georgia. The reason Trump lost Georgia is because of that Zuck money. And she had on Lindsey Graham to back that up. So uh, at that point, I became suicidal. And I'm only halfway joking. It has been a strange, 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 like uh, 36 hours that I've had. Um, And anyway, that was my soiree. I still had Kennedy left on the DVR, but I, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't laugh. I couldn't cry. I was just numb in my own body, and it felt, uh, uh, this country, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, um, a famous dead politician once said, and this is a very famous political quote, a famous dead U.S. politician once said, You're entitled to your own opinion, but not your own facts. At which point, the (laughs) collective Fox News primetime lineup said, hold my beer. God, 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 God. Okay, all right. Like we, um, let's talk about something, uh, let's talk about something different for a minute. Uh, there's been a slight change at bobsfishbowl.com, and no, that in and of itself is not news, except for the change 
at bobsfishbowl.com is there's a, uh, I took down the essay page and we replaced that with a donation page. And, and no, 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 I'm, I'm not begging for money. No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is why, this, is why the, this needs to be explained. So if, when you go there and you see it, it's not, it's not off-putting. Um, this time last year, or actually, no, nah, nah, I think about the spring. I think the game plan was sometime in the, in fact, I don't think, I, I was there. I barely remember, but I remember. Uh, the game plan was uh, for Bob's Fishbowl to, because I've got to find a way to make at least a couple bucks. I've, I've, I can't, uh, the podcast dojo, it, it's not good. It's, it's not good here in my mom's basement. It, it, we, have to, we have to get our own place. We have to. We have to. Like February 1st, like I'm keeping my fingers, like March 1st at the latest, right? So that, that, that's where I'm at. Um, but we were going to do like a subscription model and we were going to do like the Patreon or something. But uh, we were going to do uh, five shows a week, but two of them would be absolutely complimentary. And then we were going to put the other three shows, like I said, every weekday, uh, behind, behind some kind of paywall, some kind of subscription model, whether it's Patreon or, or someplace else. And then as the economy continued to get hit, and, and, just, and, and just the more I thought about it and what this show is to me and what this show is to you, I, I can't in good consciousness and good faith imagine a world where, where this show isn't always free for everybody all the time. So that means the subscription model is out, hopefully. So how else? Obviously, the sponsorship model. But here's my dilemma with a sponsorship. I remember back at the beginning, this very podcast, when I said something similar to to this podcast, be it be in a safe space where I can relax, be myself, and I'm really concerned about what would happen if we take on a sponsorship, because then I have to worry about losing a sponsorship. At which point I'm self-censoring, at which point this thing becomes a lot less fucking fun and a lot less fucking good of a podcast. This is a rated R show. This thing is fucking, it's certainly not X-rated, but it's rated R. It's, it, it is provocative at times. Sometimes intentionally, sometimes not intentionally. Which makes it real hard for any kind of local company. And even then, like just because the reach of the show and the way listeners are spread out around uh, all around the world. Um, it would probably make the most sense for a, uh, anyone know an advertising rep for like a, uh, for like a global liquor brand or, uh, or pornhub.com or so, just something that, uh, someone that would be, uh, that would be confident because this show isn't, it's not racist. It's not, it's not, homophobic it's not sexist at least not usually at least not intentionally 
But when you have a sponsor, then it, uh, that relationship is uh, that relationship is complex. And candidly, I'm not a salesperson. Never have been. Never will be. And my self-esteem makes it very hard for me to sell myself in, in, in any way like that. So that's, um, I mean, we'd be willing to take it, a sponsorship, of course, we'd be willing to take it. But we would have to have a long conversation with that sponsor that uh, creatively, that this sponsorship, they, they would have to be just supporting the art of it. You know, they, they would just really have to believe in me and believe in you and completely hands off completely we are not having a conversation about content we're not in fact we're going to have one conversation about content and that's the conversation that we're not having a conversation about content so if I wasn't going to do either of those things here's something behind the scenes that I, I don't think I've told you about but I um actually worked pretty hard on this for uh devoted kind of a whole weekend to, to kind of uh, thinking my way through it and getting it right. But trying to think of another way to make a couple bucks is really like, like to, to, to live on my own. I'm going to need um, probably like 800 a month. Um, cause I, I mean, I do have a little bit of money coming in, but like 800 on top of that. Um, so I'm not starving and, and I got kids that like that need shit, you know, and I have to pay for plane tickets to, to visit and all that shit. Um, but I'm like, how can I make 800 a month? And, and also in a fun way. And, and then also, um, forgive me, I'm getting a little, uh, my brain has been having some trouble. Uh, but, but then also, uh, not have the responsibility of pulling any money. Um, or generating any funds from this podcast. And I'm like, fucking bar trivia. There's, don't laugh. Don't fucking make fun of me. There is bar trivia. Like, at all these fucking bars, like all over this town of Spokangelis that I go to, and they uh, seem to have one thing in common in that they're universally fucking mediocre. They're really mediocre. When I went back to Washington State University, graduated in 2011, um, I, I hosted trivia once a week, and, and it was a fucking delight. But that may have been a unique circumstance. It was a really, really fun game that, that wasn't written by me. And we did it at this bar called The Coog, which is actually on the Washington State University campus. I believe it's the oldest bar like, like in Pullman, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but it would be crowded, and it would be every Sunday. But obviously, you're, it's, it's, it's a fun crowd. Like, like Washington State University, people are very, 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 very nice there. It's, it's a very friendly place. And, and also, obviously, it's, it's a college-educated crowd, or at least in the process of getting a, a college education. Um, and it was great. So, and I think, I remember thinking at the time, the only way that that could have been any better is if... Um, as if I wrote the game myself. And I'm like, well, if I write my own, and it's, and, and it's funny, if I was to write like a fresh game of trivia like every single week and have a bunch of topical shit in there, and I think that could really work somewhere. So I talked to my good friend, Doug, who's a, who's a bartender, and I'm, and I'm like, hey, if I wanted to do this, do you think we could find a place? 
And do you think like making like um, basically a hundred dollars a week to write it, and then like a hundred dollars a week to host it, so so two hundred dollars a week? Um, do do you think that's like is that is that possible in this world where these bars pay people to come and do trivia and karaoke and God fucking knows what dartly I don't fucking know. Uh, and he said, yeah. And then he kind of racked his brain and thought of some places. And, and we had a place set up to start it. And we, we were going to, we were going to, um, at least had the, um, I didn't know how long it was going to go, but, but some bars that were going to give us, give us a shot to do it, or at least one. Um, and that was going to happen for the first time on my man, Doug's birthday in, in January. And it was going to be, it's gonna be great, but obviously, uh, COVID. So there's no bars, and and who fucking knows um, when bars are going to be back to a place and, and indoor dining things where where you can have you can't have trivia someplace that that may take forever. So I still want to do that, but who knows about the bar? So right now I'm in this weird fucking world of limbo. I mean, I can only donate so much plasma, right? I, I haven't done that yet, but I'm I'm not fucking above it. I swear to God. Um, and unless some media company uh, with a podcast division uh, swoops in to sign us to uh, to a development deal for like eight hundred a month or, or something like that, go yeah, we believe this show is getting better, and perhaps in a year, um, yeah, 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 we'll, we'll pay you to continue to do it, and and we get uh, anyway. I'm not going to uh, bog you down in the, in the legal details of, of signing a development deal, but you can kind of guess what that's at. So I kind of got to the last option, which may be the best option after all who fucking knows but it's but it's worth trying and that's why you can see that you can see the donation tab at uh, at bobsfishbowl.com and uh, there's like uh, uh it's, just, it's just a few links it's uh, it's it's paypal i have a cat there and uh, and cash app and then like venmo um so if you have any of those you can you can look at on your phone if you want um like i said i'm not i'm not begging for money i, I know these are tough times but Maybe you just won the lotto, and you're like, you know what, that that fucker works hard. I um, I, I like what they bring to the table. I want, I want, I want to support that dream. Um, otherwise, I, I don't, I don't know about um, <laughs> the future of the in the podcast crystal ball is cloudy. So, so, so you know, what's a? I'm not, I'm not even gonna say a dollar amount. But if, if, uh, if you're flush with cash. And um, you appreciate it, fantastic. If not, fantastic too. You know, there, there's a very good chance that this yields zero dollars. We'll um, we'll find out. I'm certainly not going to be uh, mentioning it or like like pitching it real hard, like on every show. It's it's just there. And what what a perfect world that would be. Maybe a little bit too perfect. But if Fox News could make up their own world, if little fucking Dobbs could make up a little world, then why can't I? A world where, where, where just a simple donation model, where, you know, those that are doing okay are happy to, are happy to pitch in. I, I certainly, um, karmically, um, you know, like when Wikipedia or something like that, like ask for money, or uh, I get this, uh, I get this great, uh, TJ newsletter, and I have aspirations of uh, donating to the uh, to the writers. Of that so, so anyway, so anyway, uh, the donation thing is there at bobsfishbowl.com. But I wanted to walk you through um, 
why that's there. And, uh, and never forget, the mask of normalcy is exhausting. I hope one day we all live in a world where mental illness is becoming less taboo all the time, but it's still extremely fucking taboo. I, I would really love to, um, you know, one day get to a place where we don't have to feel like that, but we're not there yet. Anyways, that's a, uh, that's a wrap for me on this fine, fine day. Uh, carry on. Uh, I'll do my best to be back tomorrow. We try to do this thing every fucking weekday. And uh, bobsfishbowl.com, it's a website. I'm told it's on the internet, and I'm also told if this podcast continues to progress, one day we too will be on the internet. If Fish B was here, he would say adios. So in lieu of Fish B, adios.